bow, bow. Da-dum, bow, bow, bow. We listen to the crazy white man. Crazy, 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 crazy white man. He's a crazy, 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 crazy man. Not racist. You know, this is about his country and Hungary. You know, and this is about the United States of America and making the United States of America first and, you know, first and foremost. That, that's what this is about. Don't worry, a Christian politician cannot be racist. <laughs> to satisfy your racist tribal shit. I think there are elements of Orban's style of government in Hungary that could work back in the U.S. I'd say that the Child Protection Act in Hungary was definitely an inspiration for DeSantis and other Republican governors. I think Hungary's migration policy should be pursued by Republican You have Nazis over there learning from Nazis in Hungary how they could take America into a fascist... I'm telling you right now, man, we can play this politics game until hell freezes over. Oh, well, let's put a Democrat in there and, and, and then we got a midterms. We got to fucking save the house from the Republicans. You know, as long as we keep playing that goddamn game, we're never going to get out of the fucking mud. What I mean is we're going to have to open up and realize that these fucking people spending millions of dollars learning how to be more goddamn racist by going to Hungary and Czechoslovakia and, and Ukraine and all of those places, Russia, that's where the fucking white nationalism problem is. Right in that invoked fucking part of the region. And England is no better. France is down with it too. Germany is down with it, but Germany at least know the consequences of fascism. These motherfuckers like, fuck Germany. Once we get fascism lit up and going again, Germany will fall right in line. Putin knows America is a lie. Everything about this country is a fucking lie. Okay? We can't tell ourselves the truth is if our lives depend on it, then our lives depend on it. Half of us listening to corporate media bullshit us. Every night, 24 hours a day. Bullshit and repeating the bullshit on top of the bullshit. Oh, Hunter Biden. Oh, and, 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 um... Hillary Clinton's emails, if it wasn't that, it was, oh, Trump, why is he indicted? He ain't nobody. That motherfucker ain't no person in this country has been the laws, fucked the laws, and stuck the laws up each other's asses more than Trump. He letting us know those laws wasn't written for white, wealthy men. They was written for the peasants and mostly black people. But not for wealthy white men. That motherfucker stole secrets, sold secrets, made billions of dollars. He's at home. You had poor peasants um, downloading some shit on the fucking internet, his ass in prison. Tell me what part of white supremacy you don't understand yet. Do you believe they should allow white nationalists in the military? Well, they call them that. I call them Americans. Just to be clear, you agree that white nationalists should not be serving in the U.S. military. Is that what you're saying? If if people think that a white nationalist is a racist, I agree with that. I agree that a white nationalist be. is someone who believes that the white race is superior to other races. Well, that, that's some people's opinion, uh, and I don't think. Is I mean, a lot. Uh, pardon. 
What's your opinion? My opinion of a white nationalist, if somebody wants to call him white nationalist, to me is an American. Listen, I'm totally against any racism. And I'm told that white nationalism, they consider racism. People say, well, they're soft on crime. No, they're not soft on crime. They're pro-crime. They want crime. They want crime because they want to take over what you got. They want to control what you have. They want reparation because they think the people that do the crime are owed that. Bullshit. They are not owed that. What part of white supremacy you don't understand? Okay, that's what we're dealing with. Leland Neo and all of them guys are white supremacists. And we need to call them out. Okay, I'm going back. Because I want you guys to listen to how the fuck we end up in this situation in the first place. Because voters who vote against their interests are racist. Their goal is to purify the white race and create a future for white children. Basically, they want their own state. They want to have an all-white sovereign state inside of the United States. Their goal is racial purification. What part of white supremacy you don't understand? Voting behind the term Christian nationalist is easy to define and simple to interpret. We believe that the destiny of America in relationship to its governing authority must be kept in the hands of our own people. We must never be governed by aliens. We must keep control of our own money and our own blood. In other words, we must remain true to the Declaration of Independence. That is nationalism. We believe that the spiritual symbol of our statesmanship is the cross, which indeed is the symbol of Christianity. We believe that the inspiring dynamic out of which America grew is Christianity. We believe that there would be no real America such as we love and for which we're willing to die if there had been... Consecration camp. You gonna say the same thing? Yeah, fool? that's the point. <laughs> you fool. These motherfuckers are Nazis, man. white national rising threat around the world. I don't really. I think it's a uh, small group of people that have very, very serious problems, I guess. If you look at what happened in New Zealand, perhaps that's the case. I don't know enough about it yet. They're just learning about the person and the people involved. Uh, but it's, it's certainly a terrible thing. Terrible thing. You're listening to the Crazy Mad Bob Caster. I'm comedian Ricky Cole. There's a lot going on, man. This week been really crazy. Like I said earlier, the truth is coming out, man. I'm letting you listen to some of the people who vote Republican. How they think. They always talk about freedom and hate other people for some reason they got to hate. Their culture is a sideshow. <laughs> it's the Republican White Nationalist Party. We're dealing with motherfucking Nazis in America. Southern segregationists in America. Christian motherfucking nationalists in America. And just playing on stupid ass backwards thinking people who don't give a fuck about America. Think about it. Black folks went through the civil rights era. Okay, white folks, they resisted giving us rights. I mean, they really did. Moms of Liberty, praising hate off Hitler. And I, I couldn't believe, I'm like, wow, wait a minute, hold on. What kind of... You know, I'm waiting for the bitch to break out Mein Kampf and somebody keep this shit on the cell. They're banning books, but they haven't banned Mein Kampf. 
or the Turner Diaries. What part of racism America you don't understand yet? Too much attention on Trump as the reason that they are um, moving back towards support for election conspiracies and support for political violence. The issue here is that the Republican base supports that. That the Republican base did not find January 6th to be that big a deal. They supported it. Um, they were also supported by friends in conservative media. So once you have those voters who vote Republican and you have the media ecosystem on the right all coming together and saying, you need to get behind Donald Trump, you need to get behind the insurrection, you need to get behind the ongoing election conspiracies, it's understandable how Republicans fell in line. Left wants us to be ashamed of America so that they can replace America. Can we all just agree that President Trump knew how to handle the border, he knew how to secure the border, and Joe Biden doesn't know what he's doing? You, you, you turn your head and you pause for dramatic effect. You but want me to be honest with you? Yeah, well, I mean, what... I've never seen so many homeless in my life, ever. Never in my life have I ever seen so many homeless. And it's like, okay, we're going to take, we're going to have open borders. I never see any of the Hispanics on the street. What I see is African American and Caucasian American. My supremacy issue, I want to associate myself with the remarks of Senator Tim Scott that he put out earlier today. I think he said it exactly correctly, and that's exactly how I would express myself on it. Tim Scott. Oh, really, Mitch? Really? You're going to hide behind ass-kissing Tim Scott? You know, come on. Mitch O'Connell hung out with white supremacists. Hell, he's one. You know Mitch O'Connell, the Connell family, owned its slaves. Reparations, please. Not issue. What are those, what are those remarks? Can you, can you explain what Tim Scott said that you endorse? Yeah, he said it was unacceptable not to condemn white supremacists. And so I do so in the strongest possible way. You know, the balls of that old racist cracker. You can find out the history of this country by researching and listening to documentaries and learning some goddamn history about yourselves because you're looking pretty damn stupid believing in someone like Donald Trump who don't even know the history of this country. A privileged prick who benefited from white supremacy. Thomas at the outset that it must be a black woman. I gotta say that's offensive. Racism is not just about whether or not a person likes or dislikes a person of a particular race. It's about the entire system that's behind it. On the campaign trail, Joe Biden said, if elected, I will nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. And then when Justice Stephen Breyer retired recently, you know, Biden had his opportunity. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. What Ted Cruz said was, look, you're excluding the vast majority of everybody for this selection in one fell swoop. And that, saying you're gonna pick just a black woman for this you know, for this Supreme Court posting is racist in and of itself. It is an example how Democrats, and particularly the far left, everything is race, everything. Now you notice how Ted Cruz sit his fucking racist ass there and say the most racist shit 
And then people try to, well, you know, he meant, no, Ted Cruz meant what the fuck he said. Not thinking that the most racist shit that the Republicans have done was to put racist white men and women on the Supreme Court. They've been doing it. Democrat and Republican have been doing it for a long time. But now it's mostly the Republicans are definitely stacking the court with Crow's cronies. Simple. Confederate society he belongs to. So a racist like Ted Cruz would sit there, look into the camera, knowing damn well he's a racist. Is that they will discriminate based on race, they will pigeonhole you, they don't care about the independent, uh, the, the individual. What this is, is not just a misreading and misunderstanding of uh, the role that race plays in history, the role that race plays in American society. No, I believe it to be typical of this administration, which has been the most race-obsessed, gender-obsessed in terms of trying to deconstruct genders, actually. I mean, this is a hard, woke left administration. Although well, there are sort of underlying cultural issues that sort of affect how people feel about race and affirmative action and all that stuff, you do have partisan politicians who are saying, oh, this is an opportunity to get these people on board with my policy. These prosecutors are vicious, horrible people. They're racists and they're very sick. They're meant. <laughs> it's funny listening to racist white supremacists talk about what's racism. See, what they're trying to do is kill it, take it, use it to their advantage because they know they're fucking racist. And that's what gets me, man. White America, get, get over your racism. Because these motherfuckers here, they're using it to destroy this democracy. And you know what? They might get away with it because half of you tune the fuck out to the truth. The Republican Party is a clear present danger to our democracy. And if any Democrat or Republican vote for them motherfuckers, you are racist too. If you agree with cutting taxes for the rich and making sure corporate America can just bend us over and stick their fists in our asses, you are a racist too. You know, these jerks is not dancing alone. They have a partner. And it's moderate white people who act like, well, you know, uh, you know, that, those. We're dealing with white supremacy, man. Let's admit what the fuck we're dealing with. That's the only way we can fix the problem. But see, America never wanted to fix the problem because the country was founded off of that shit. We fought a civil war behind that shit. But we're the land of free and opportunity and growth when you're telling us every fucking day through your laws, your actions, that you don't give a fuck about minorities or poor white people. But you will use those poor people as pawns to push your white supremacy agenda, white man rule, fuck everybody else, white man rights, fuck everybody else who is not white. And you throw the crumbs to the stupid ones. We know who these motherfuckers are because the Tea Party, the Koch brothers funded that white nationalist shit. Rupert Murdoch created Fox News, but that shit out. But before you had all that, you had Imus in the morning and you had Ross Limbaugh on AM radio pushing that white supremacy shit. White America, you overlooked it. Moderate or not, you overlooked it. Well, freedom of speech, you throw that shit out there because you, you, don't, you don't care. The game was 
to take over the airwaves, spread propaganda, lies, misinformation, put that racism out there and normalize it. That's why Donald Trump became president. Because white America, you snap when you've seen a half-assed black man become president. You didn't even see the white side. You just seen Barack Hussein Obama. That blew your mind. So you couldn't wait to get a cracker like Trump in the White House. Because you want to make America great again. With large numbers of Somali refugees coming into your state, without your knowledge, without your support or approval, and with some of them then joining ISIS and spreading their extremist views all over our country and all over the world. And so it makes sense that when people saw the celebration of my win, that they felt threatened by it, right? They're being reminded um, by someone who just also won the presidency, uh, someone they look up to say, you have to take action because these people are taking something that is yours. Uh, and, and that's what we have to fight against. So on January 6th, uh, I was on the floor and I wore my tennis shoes that day because I knew as a black person, something was gonna go down. I wasn't sure what, but it's just, my antennas were up. And so being a black woman in America, you're always uh, vigilant. You're always waiting and watching and you always know because racism and white supremacy is in the DNA of America. Election stealing bitch, keep your fat nose out of the goddamn election. What part of racism in America you don't understand yet? Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. And then in one last fluke, because a deep South governor was running for president, the map flashed blue again for the very last time. As Steve Kornacki describes it, Democrats thought they had solved their Southern problem in 1976 when a peanut farmer turned Georgia governor named Jimmy Carter swept through the old Confederacy, winning every state except Virginia, en route to a narrow electoral college victory over President Gerald Ford. For the first time in 12 years, the Democrats had won a national election, and Dixie was the reason why. This resurgence, though, was little more than a mirage, a brief interruption in the South's steady march away from the Democratic Party. Because by 1980, Ronald as the Republican using not-so-veiled coded language while railing against welfare queens on food stamps, which, to racists in the South, was clearly meant to invoke hateful stereotypes of black single mothers taking advantage of the generosity of the United States taxpayer. And also, by 1980, the Southern strategy had worked, and the switch was complete. The South had been transformed into a Republican Stronghold. Don't take my word for it, though. Listen to the words of the late Lee Atwater, a storied Republican political strategist with deep ties to such shady modern-day Republicans as Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, and even Donald Trump. Here is Lee Atwater in what he thought was an off-the-record interview in 1980. <laughs> Is, is how abstract you handle the race. In other words, you start out, and, yeah, now y'all are quoting me. You start out in 1954 by saying nigger, nigger, nigger. 
1968 to keep saying that that hurts your backfire, so you say stuff like uh, force plus and space lights and all that stuff. And you get so at right now, you're talking about cutting taxes and all of these things you're talking about are totally economic things, and the byproduct of the made, blacks get hurt worse than white. And subconsciously, maybe that is part of it. I'm not saying this, but I'm saying that if it is getting that abstract and that coded, uh, that, that, we, that we're doing away with the racial problem one way or the other. Uh, you follow me? Because obviously sitting around saying, uh, we want to cut taxes, we want to cut this, and we want is much more abstract than, than even the busing thing. Uh, and a hell of a lot more abstract than that. You know. So I, any way you look at it, Racism coming on the back. Deniable that Lee Atwater is laying out the case for using racism to the advantage of the Republican Party, saying that by the late 60s, Republican politicians couldn't openly use the N-word, but could certainly run against Democrats on issues near and dear to the hearts of racists all over the South. Issues like voting rights, forced busing, states' rights, welfare cuts, and on, and on, and on. And that is exactly what they did. And it worked, because including the election of Ronald Reagan in 1980, there have been 10 presidential elections. And every single one has included a complete reversal in political party power compared to only 20 years before that. The South is now a reliably Republican bloc of states. From Ronald Reagan, through to our openly white supremacist dummy in the White House today. It is undeniable. So you don't have to believe me, but between current Republicans who continue to say it's a myth, and Lee Atwater, who actually utilized it, and who you just heard talking about it, who are you going to believe? And this is, look, among many reasons why I'm no longer a Republican. I can't, and don't know how anybody can, be a member of a political party with such a sinister, modern history and current track record. And it is modern. And it is current. You see, the Republican Party is still hard at work trying to oppress black Americans through their draconian policies and otherwise discriminatory practices, like ongoing and widespread voter suppression tactics. With When Obama was elected, I'm sure their heads exploded, but they spent the entire next eight years just attacking and belittling him at the Imperial Club. He actually wrote a poem for Obama, and it was like, uh, niggers on the front lawn, niggers on the grass, you know, time to say goodbye to Obama's nigger ass and stuff like that. A really negative racial reticent. And let me know on a documentary that they even know that the Republican Party is nothing more than a white nationalist movement. I mean, seriously. Austerity, our white children, <laughs> is being stolen from us. And so this has ultimately culminated uh, in the idea of a white genocide, that white people are being killed or replaced. Today, the Klan and other xenophobic groups are growing again. As has always happened when white supremacists have felt their dominance threatened. Threatened by the slaves, freed after the Civil War. 
threatened by mass immigration at the beginning of the 20th century or by the end of segregation. Although they are fortunately less frequent than in the 1960s, racist crimes and violence continue to be committed. In 2017, in Charlottesville, Virginia, a confrontation broke out between anti-racist activists and white power supporters. A white supremacist took his car and drove it directly into the crowd. killed and 19 people injured. Other crimes continue to occur. In May 2020, George Floyd was arrested by white police officers. He was murdered in broad daylight in front of witnesses filming the scene. was up in arms. hatred appear to be as fertile as ever in the United States. Active Klan membership is today estimated to be close to 6,000. But white supremacist groups have diverged into an infinite number of organizations. 150 years later, America has failed to cast out its old demons.